NHR the podcast with Junior and Pat. Moving over into the East Coast here uh, as we uh, tackle another uh, pre or conference tournament preview. Uh, moving into the River States Conference, uh, Pat, this is a, a league uh, maybe maybe a, one of the most underrated leagues in my opinion. Um, I, I think this is a a league that uh, you know West Virginia Tech uh, was a one division winner, and then uh, then you obviously have uh, IU, IU Kokomo, who was the the West uh, champion, and uh, Kokomo is going to uh, already basically clinch a spot, uh, punch their tickets to the national tournament, um, just because of the tiebreakers and the way that their uh, auto bids are set up. Uh, no matter what, they haven't actually officially clinched, but it uh, looks like that uh, uh, because of the divisional winner uh, status that they would win uh, no matter what happens in the tournament. So uh, you got a very, very good IU Kokomo team. Uh, we, we've talked about uh, them uh, several times. Um, I do think that them and, and West Virginia Tech are, are kind of the cream of the crop in this league. Uh, so it'll be kind of interesting to see uh, if anybody can take them down. But, uh, um, you, you know, you, you got anybody favoring besides those two? No, yeah, I'm really interested to see kind of how West Virginia Tech can handle. They've got a great scorer in Scruggs and then Haley on the inside. Really, they're a really good tandem, but you can't count out Alice Lloyd. Alice Lloyd obviously played really well all year long. They, I have a, one concern with them is they're not very deep, and so that really, as you get late into the season, might cause you some problems. So if they can get some contributions from their bench, they might be able to make a run at this thing against West Virginia Tech or, or Kokomo. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, speaking of Scruggs here, you know, he's another player that has been out uh, for, for several weeks now, and I think almost the entire semester. I'd have to go back and check the date but you know, when he last played. But, uh, um, you know, he's a player that, that certainly if he's in the lineup, uh, West Virginia, this West Virginia Tech team was a top 25 team uh, all the way through uh, uh, with him, and then they lost some games without him and, you know, obviously dropped out. Uh, but I think, I think uh, yeah, West Virginia Tech, if, if they don't have Scruggs, uh, it, it, they come back to the, the field a little bit here. But uh, um, certainly a, a player that uh, um, is very, very good, um, a team that is very, very good. Uh, but, yeah, Alice Lloyd, uh, you know, they were, they were uh, kind of crazy. But uh, the two teams with the longest uh, win streak in the country both lost on the same night uh, this year. And Alice Lloyd was one of uh, one of those two teams, Paul Quinn being the other one. Uh, but uh, – um, Alice Lloyd uh, had a had a great start to the year. Um, I know a lot of people uh, want to talk about uh, their strength of schedule, but uh, you still have to beat the people on your schedule, and they did that for the majority of the year. Um, and even now, they're they're still the two seed here in the in this league. So, uh, a team to watch uh, for sure. Uh, I would uh, think that they will be one of the favorites. I would be uh, hard pressed to think that uh, there's anybody outside that group being the three that would be uh, considered as that uh, considered as a favorite, but. Uh, uh, you want to talk about some players? We talked about Scruggs a little bit. Um, you know, uh, this IU Kokomo team, we, we've kind of talked about them uh, quite a bit. Um, and just the, the amount of veteran leadership they have, you know, a lot of five year players. And, and that's kind of what makes them uh, pretty dang good as well. Um, you know, just the fact that they have so many uh, dangerous players. But, uh, uh, you know, you got Deshaun Hamilton. And I, I think, uh, you know, he's a guy that. Out of their big three, you know, he's probably a guy that was maybe number three and scoring for a while. Um, I mean, he seems to be a guy that just really has picked it up here the last couple of weeks, uh, and it's playing great, great uh, basketball on both sides. Uh, he's already a great defender. I, I think he's always been a good defender, uh, good, good shot blocker. Uh, but 
he's been really scoring the ball here as a late, and that's something that Deshaun Hampton, uh, um, if they can get some good things out of him, I think they're going to be pretty good. Uh, Traquan Spivey, uh, a big-time scoring guard, uh, you know, again, a fifth-year kid that is a big-time, big-time scorer. And Alante Harper, uh, another fifth-year kid, you know, that, that trio is so, so good. Um, and then at the Christmas time, uh, at the winter break, uh, they got even better adding freshman uh, transfer from Indiana Wesley and Taysen Parker. Um, and, and Taysen's uh, had a couple big games for them uh, here as well. So, um, you know, as you look at, you know, the, their formula for success, you know, they got veteran leadership, they got great guard play, and they got good depth. So, um, you know, th- those players, uh, uh, I'm not saying that they're all uh, the best players in the in the league, but uh, certainly uh, this IU Kokomo team, I uh, want to make sure we, we touch base with those three, especially those three uh, fifth-year guys um, as players to watch because uh, this IU Kokomo team is pretty fun to watch, and they're led by those three. Well, yeah, and on top of that, they guard really, really well. They're allowing just 64 points a game, right? So they're great offensively. They're, they might be even better defensively, and that just it just speaks to the experience of those guys. It speaks to the maturity, guys that are just able to lock in night in and night out kind of play their role, find their shots, play within the offense, and just just flat-out beat teams, right, offensively and defensively. They're really good on both sides of the ball. So I, I would like to see them kind of sneak into the national tournament, see who they can shock, see who they can surprise. They, they certainly have the makings of a team that can make a run at a title. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're a team that I think is going to uh, – uh, a lot of that will be turned on the pod they, that they're put in too, right? right. But uh, uh, certainly a team that can can do some uh, big time damage here. Uh, you know, as you're just looking across the the, the league, though, uh, but yeah, many many uh, good players uh, throughout this uh, league. Uh, you know, another another one of those leagues that uh, uh, you know I think depth is going to play a big key in in this uh, tournament. So um, you know, we mentioned the IU Kokomo team, but. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of really good players, but not a lot of ton of depth like you talked about with Alice Lloyd and, and a couple other programs. So uh, it'll be eager to see who can who can uh, withstand this uh, this tournament. But uh, uh, Pat, you got uh, any matchups you're looking forward to here? Yeah, I just I just want to go back to that IU Southeast versus West Virginia Tech first round matchup. I think that's really one you want to circle and if you're going to watch a game from this tournament in the first round. Watch that one. I think that's going to be just kind of a, a really good fight. Obviously, we talked about West Virginia Tech a little bit and pieces that they have, but I think Southeast really is pretty balanced. They get some some good contributions from a number of different guys. Um, they play a bunch of guys, kind of balanced minutes. Um, so really interested to see who they can get contributions from. You know, just kind of first glance at their box score, they're, they're pretty young, right? So can these young guys kind of rise to the occasion? They're led by two seniors, Jared Osborne and Glenn Hill. But after that, they've got some young guys that I think they can kind of drag along and just try and make a run at this thing. And it starts against West Virginia Tech. Obviously, a tough first-round matchup, but an exciting one at that. Yeah, I think for me uh, in this one, it's more about the fact that, uh, you know, and, and I don't want to call my, my upset team quite yet to here, you know, my dark horse. But, uh, um, you know, we talked about Alice Lloyd a little bit. But they are in their first round matchup. Uh, I'm really interested in this one because they they go play a, a Rio Grand Grand team that uh, is a uh, you know they they went to the national tournament last year. Um, they're led by two sophomores and Shiloh Blevins and, and Mickey Tadic Tadic and 
uh, both of those players are, are really, really good scores for them. Um, they've kind of been inconsistent a little bit this year. Uh, not those two players, but as a team, they've been a little bit inconsistent. But they have the – one, they, they have the experience because last year of, of making a deep tournament run uh, and then qualifying for the national tournament. Uh, but you just wonder if they can do it again. And they start off with, a, with an Alice Lloyd team that I think uh, uh, they match up well against. Um, so I'm, I'm interested in that one in the first round here. Um, and then, you know, anything can happen from there. We say it all the time. I mean, sometimes just uh, uh, getting the one win can uh, can carry a long ways. You just got to see that win first. Uh, and obviously, if you lose, you're done anyway. So, but, uh, uh, you know, just, just getting that first win out of the way could be huge. And I think, I think that matchup uh, between Ryo and, and Alice Lloyd, uh, um, I think that winner uh, could really go and maybe make, maybe win this tournament or, or at least make the semifinals because of the fact that uh, I think they're both pretty good. And I just think they need that first win uh, to get out of the way. So I, I'm very interested in that, uh, in that 2 3 matchup with Alice Lloyd and Ryo Grand in this one. Yeah. And, you think about Alice Lloyd, like we talked about, they were, what, 18-0 and 0 to start the season? They've won games. They know how to win. It's just, you know, if they get hot, they're a team that can stay hot, right? And they, they've proven that. Yeah, uh, rounding up uh, the River States Conference here, uh, Pat, who, who you got for a dark horse? I'm going to go with IU Southeast. I think IU Southeast can, can get it done against West Virginia Tech and, and kind of make a run at this thing. I think they – we talked about all the time, two seniors that are, that are seeing light at the end of the tunnel um, that really can kind of carry this team. So excited to see what IU Southeast can do um, in the first round and then, then after that. Alluded to a little bit too early. Uh, I just like this Ryo team, so I'm going to stick with them. I, I think that, you know, stuff that you look for uh, in teams that can make deep runs, and it doesn't mean that they're going to, uh, I just think they have that makeup to do it. Um, and I, I think that Shiloh Blevins and – and uh, Mickey Tadich are, are pretty good players and two guys that, that are, are capable, very capable of uh, leading this team to a big charge. So I, I will go stick with Ryo in this one and, uh, and see what happens. But uh, um, again, this is a, a league that uh, is going to get, get tipped off uh, later on tonight. Uh, and then what we're going to end up seeing. And then from there, uh, the quarterfinals, obviously tonight, and then the semifinals uh, will be on February 26th. Uh, and this championship game uh, will be actually on March 1st. So uh, a lot of, at stake, and the tournament means a lot in this uh, in the River States Conference. Uh, the tournament champion will advance to the NAIA uh, National Championships. And so uh, big-time uh, tournament to pay attention to because uh, the tournament means almost everything in this league. 